I would invite you, as you're able, to let us all stand as we receive the gospel lesson this evening. Our scripture tonight is Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. May we open our hearts and our minds to receive this, a word of God, this evening. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in the territory of Judea, during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you found him, report to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went. And look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. They opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Our thanks be to God. Today, in Bethlehem, A Savior is born. The Messiah, Christ the King, Lord of all. And he arrives as a baby. God in the flesh, wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. This child is God's Christmas gift. On that night... To Mary and Joseph and with all the animals that were there with them. To the shepherds and and later to the wise men. And tonight, we gather to remember that it is for us. For all of us as well. At Christmas, we can sometimes tend to focus on and and even get lost at times worrying about giving and on the gifts themselves. So much so that we can sometimes miss the fact that what we are celebrating is God's gift to us. Our gift giving is simply a reflection of the generous spirit of God that we come to know and receive through God on this very first Christmas through the gift of God's Son, Jesus, being born into the world. Throughout this Advent season, we have 
taken time to talk about all the different ways that we can prepare. Prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, prepare our lives to be ready to receive this gift that is going to be offered to us. And tonight as we gather, it is time to proclaim Christ is born. Will you join me in celebrating this good news by saying that with me? Christ is born. The candles that we have lit for hope and peace and joy and love, only now, only now as we gather, become fully known to us because of this birth of Christ. It's a gift of the deepest and most tender and enduring kind of love. It's wonderful and powerful, but it's also incredibly intimate and tender. It's a gift that we can hardly begin to fathom. What kind of love is this that would, would come through this birth by God, the creator of everything, the one who holds the universe to come as a vulnerable and, and helpless baby born to some plain old human parents. To come into this world is hard to believe at times. God, who, who loves us, came from heaven to earth to this likely very scared Mother Mary and this very young, unsure Joseph in a stable. And some of the first visitors to come and, and greet this Christ child were complete strangers. I'm sure that Mary and Joseph were overcome with a mix of emotions, overwhelmed. A new life has entered into the world, and, and he was theirs to take care of and love. And at the same time, they realized that this tiny little baby was God's gift not only to them, but it was for the whole world. Angels had shared with them that the, this world would never be the same again because of this gift that was coming. And I wonder what they felt like they needed to do next. Did they feel prepared? Not only before the birth, but after. Did they feel deserving? Did they feel capable and yet they are invited to receive this gift. And there were others that helped them to understand the, the fullness of what Christ was coming into the world, what he was bringing with him. Some of those were the wise men who traveled to encounter this Christ child who had been born, desiring to honor him and, and give him gifts. And their gifts help us to understand even further that this gift that Christ is bringing into the world is full of hope 
and possibility. The gifts the wise men brought to him were of great significance. Each one of them representing another aspect of what this Christ child was was coming to bring. The gold that they brought, it symbolized royalty, a gift that might be given to a king. A king who would rule over all the earth. Frankincense was an incense that was burned as a part of worship gathering when people came together. And these wise men believed that Jesus was going to be their teacher and and lead them. And myrrh, this was something that was used to honor someone's body after they died. And for Jesus, this symbolized what would happen later on in his life. As I think about these gifts, I wonder if the wise men even understood the fullness of what these gifts would come to mean. Each one of these gifts honored Jesus and the gift his birth brings to us. And now Christmas is here. And our gift is to be ready to receive it. The wise men remind us that the Christmas story includes a spirit of curiosity. It's about seeking. It's about being expectant and and looking for, for signs. Christmas is about a journey, a journey of faith. Christmas reminds us that sometimes we need to trust our instincts and to listen for God's call to the still small voice that speaks. And then we need to be ready to respond, to be ready to respond to all that God is doing. Tonight, as we Remember the gifts that the Magi bring with us. We also have the opportunity to give our gifts to God this evening. As a part of our our gathering tonight, you are going to be invited to to give a gift, a tithe and offering that participates in this community of faith that seeks to go out and be a part of what Christ is doing in the world. So this time I am going to invite the ushers to come forward so that we might prepare our hearts and minds to Those magi, the wise men, the three kings, although it doesn't say there were three of them in the Bible, that came to see Jesus. They're an interesting set of characters in this story. And the truth is, right, they they weren't there the night that Jesus was born. They, They came much later, months, maybe even years after Jesus was born, to visit him. And then we call them three kings because they represented royalty. Wise men because they were educated, learned. What we know of magi is that they were considered to be people of superior intellect who had studied deeply a variety of things. I mean, magi is the same root word as magician. They were believed to have special powers to be magical even, to be able to solve and answer the most complex problems and issues. Today we call them consultants. 
these consultants of the East. It says they traveled a long way following a star. And they weren't Jewish, so it's not like they believed in these scriptures that foretold the birth of the Messiah. It's not like this was a part of their faith necessarily. But again, because they were educated and learned and had studied, they knew of the prophecies and had read those scrolls. And so when they saw that star, that light shining that indicated the birth of someone special who might just change the world, they had to go and see. Maybe that's you tonight. Maybe you're not here because you're convinced or you believe or that's your faith or your people. Maybe like the Magi, you've heard stories or seen things or met people that got your curiosity up. Maybe you're interested, searching, seeking, enough so that it brought you here tonight. That you followed a light to come and see what it's all about. And so these magi, these wise men, came to where Jesus was with his mother Mary, and they brought their gifts. That Emily mentioned the gold and frankincense and myrrh and all that those represented and symbolized. And they were gifts worthy of a king. They brought valuable things to honor this one that they had read about and heard about and followed this shining star to see. Just like the gold and frankincense and myrrh that are on the altar table tonight. And the gifts that we've given. And I wondered... When they came and brought their gifts and saw the child and left, did they go away empty-handed? They brought all these gifts and left them. What did they take with them when they left? I think about probably an experience all of us have this time of year when we load up our gifts and we go somewhere and we unload them all and give them and then we receive gifts We load all those up and take those back with us. We just swap one set of gifts for another. If you're like us, we do it more times than we want to count. So they brought these gifts, and what did they take with them? They took with them the gift of life. The gift of the Christ. The gift of hope and peace. And joy and love. Not only did they bring gifts and give them like we have done tonight, but they took a gift with them when they left the gift of Christ. And in some sense, when we leave here tonight or when we leave out into our lives and into our world, We take with us the gift of Christ. The gifts of hope and peace and joy and love. We take with us the gifts that God has given us that make us who we are. We take with us the opportunity to shine that same light of life 
into the world, that the star shone into the world, into the lives of the Magi that night that brought them to the presence of Christ. You and I leave out of here with those same gifts in us to give. Brings to mind the words of a prayer of Teresa of Avila who said, Christ has no body but yours in the world. No hands but yours. No feet but yours. It is through your eyes that Christ sees compassionately into the world. It is with your hands that Christ blesses the world. It is through your feet that Christ goes into the world. It is through you, through me, through us, that the gift of Christmas, the gift of Christ, the gift of God that is life goes out into the world. And so we take that gift with us tonight and every night. And we have the opportunity to give it, to share it, to bless the world with the gift that we've received in Jesus. And it's also worth noting about these magi that when they left, they were warned, it says, not to go back to King Herod, not to go the way they had come, but to go a different way. Because we understand from reading the story that King Herod didn't want to honor this new king. He wanted to put this new king to death. There's nothing that power fears more than losing power. And so these wise men, following this warning, which I really enjoy hearing it, from James Taylor. I don't know if you're familiar with that song of his, Home by Another Way. If you haven't heard that song, I highly recommend it tonight. It's a great Christmas song. Lesser known, but really good. James Taylor, Home by Another Way. And he says, these magi realized what this king wanted, and they decided to go home a different way. And I don't know what way you came in here tonight. I don't know what brought you here. I suspect some of us came a long and hard road to get here. You may have come through disappointment, disillusionment, heartbreak, Pain, guilt, shame. Maybe you came in here with more questions than you have answers. But you're here. And Christ is here. And Christ is a gift for you. And tonight, you can go home another way. You can go home 
by the light of Jesus. Light that shines into the darkness, shines into every corner of life, in every corner of the world. And you can receive the gift of Christmas. And we want to embody that together tonight. That light, the light of the star shining. Because you know what? It may just be that the gift of Christ in you, going out into the world, can be a light just like that star that drew the Magi to the Christ. Maybe the light of Christ shining in you is the light that would draw someone into the presence of Jesus to know the same life that you've known. And so we're going to embody that together tonight by singing together Silent Night in just a minute. And you've got a candle, hopefully, when you came in. You've tested it to make sure it works. The little switch is on the bottom. That one works. In just a minute, we're going to sing Silent Night together and light our candles. And I think it's interesting to know that this is the 200th anniversary of this song, right? It was written and first played in worship 200 years ago at a small church in Austria where they still sing it every Christmas. Travelers gather, come from all parts of the world to that same chapel in Austria, and they gather and they sing this song together. And so what we're going to do is we're going to spread the light of Christ together tonight. And we're going to do it this way. In just a moment, when we stand to sing, Emily and I will come down the center aisle and we're going to um, symbolically light the candles of everybody on the insides of the aisles going up this aisle. And then we invite you to symbolically light the candle of the person next to you as it goes out this way. And we'll fill the room with the light of Christ as we sing Silent Night.